0: Hi! Happy Sunday! So, this week was, or this last week was was a long week. Had a lot of things to do, got a lot of things done. Rather productive, I must say. I ended the week feeling satisfied. Um, and I would like to take that same energy into this week. Right? So, for everybody who's listening... Sunday to beginning of the week. Do sleep on the week. That's what I mean. <laughs> I don't mean don't sleep. <laughs> anyway, um. So today's topic. Today's topic. Is I guess a continuation of last week's in that it is really about the single parent, um, ending of a relationship, parent and um, with a toxic person type of motif, it really is, um, something that is, I guess, close to my heart, um, if, if that's something to be close to my heart, I don't know, um, you know, I've always felt very attached to a topic like this, because, you know what, it's literally been the story of my life, um, and I don't just mean in terms of what is what is happening with my son, but I mean in terms of my parents. So my parents, um, I think that they got together in their early 20s, um, got married. My, my mom was pregnant with me when they got married. And they had a very bitter, um, tumultuous type of relationship, you know. Um, I wasn't there for... Well, I guess I was there for most of it, but, you know, not present, you know, in mind. And from what I remember, you know, they fought a lot. It was cat and dog kind of situation um, when they were together. And then when they separated, oh, my gosh, it was 10 times worse. I remember my dad coming to drop stuff off for me to my mother's house. And, man, there was a day... (laughs) He dropped off a clear bag. You know those bags when you were younger that had like a double panel where on the inside there was water, like blue water with little, you know, cutouts where you would be moving in the water. So this bag was like a Donald Duck bag with blue water on the inside and things moving inside of it. And I was like, yes, oh my God, I want this bag. Uh, There's a pair of sandals in it too. And I don't know what this man say or what this man did. But my mother flinged that bag across to the neighbor's house. And my, my neighbor had this tall galvanized fence. So, you know, she put she put her all into it. <laughs> and she flung that bag across, never to be seen again. Um, you know, she told, told him at the time she didn't give a, a fuck you know, and looking back on it now, back when I was younger, I would be, you know, oh my God, I can't believe she behaving like this, and why is she behaving like this, and my daddy loves me, and da di da da and of course, now being in, in, I guess, this situation, not saying that they're the same, but I'm sure they're comparable in different aspects, you just kind of don't realize the truth. the situations when they're happening right and in this case you know um as far as i was concerned my mother was the demon there not saying that my father was the demon either i don't know everything that was happening on his side but i can say that now that i've been through what i've been through it's really put things into perspective for me in that i see my mother as a human you know she's a woman she's a human she was you know she didn't have the education that I definitely got um, and that I was able to get through her and through her work, her hard work. Um, I certainly have a lot more than she did at that time. And not just education in the sense of book sense, but education in the sense of how to deal with mental health, how to deal with certain situations, you know, conflict resolution, that kind of thing. And even for her, I would think that back then, you know, you're really frustrated with all the things this person is bringing to you. And then on top of that, you know, you want to come and bribe a child with things. Um, I mean, again, I really have to talk to my dad about his side of the story but every time we talk it gets very contentious you know we have one of those relationships where we like all and water and i think it's because we're both very similar and very strong in whatever belief that we have but at the same time quite um unyielding and unwilling to listen to the other side's part you know so we both get a little proud and a little arrogant um to say the least and you know not having him raise me makes it um difficult sometimes i will admit to really want to listen to anything he has to say because you know he wasn't here for my struggles. so his opinion on my life a lot of times count for note because i'm like dude <laughs> you would not here you have no idea how i got this big you've not paid a bill you've not had your presence um like how could you how how dare you you know venture to come at me in a particular type of way and that's something I'm working on personally and I know for a lot of young women who did not have relationships with their dad um, men like to throw this thing at us that we have daddy issues and whatever the case is whatever that means Um, and I'm sure there's some validity to it I'm sure there are some points within there where I can grasp and I can say but listen yes this is the reason why you behave this way this is the reason why you love this way this is the reason why you don't behave this way or why you're defensive in this particular way because you know of a lack of relationship with my father that said um when it comes to my mom and in terms of the type of parent that I am now I truly appreciate what she would have done and there were times when I looked at her and I was like, you know, why is she so weak? Why should I just leave this man talking about my stepdad? And I understand that, you know, it's a sacrifice, one, that you make for your kids to make sure they have everything, make sure they have a stable home and hope environment. But there's also the fact that you're a woman in love with somebody. And despite what they do, sometimes it's very hard to separate the things they do, you know. Um, sometimes it's hard to not forgive um I always remember telling myself, you know, I'll never be like that. I don't want to do that. But then I was in a situation where I stayed for (laughs) long past (laughs) the time that I should have because I was so concerned about not providing that stable home for my son. And then once we separated and things got contentious, I mean, it's, it's hard to not want to blow off some steam sometimes or to just cuss him up <laughs> because you feel like that's what he deserves. Um, and sometimes you have to talk to yourself and say, Cass, you know, well, I talk to myself. and say, Cass, you know, yeah, but it was being a little dry there. You don't have to be it that way. You could talk to him civilly. You don't have to be cut and dry with everything because I am a cut and dry person. Well, so they say. Anyway, today's conversation is from the guy's perspective. Um, I'm talking to a friend of mine who has a very contentious relationship with his daughter's mother um, after their divorce. Now, this couple I knew was one of those sickening couples. <laughs> one of the sickening couples who shared like a Facebook page and You know, did that whole ooey gooey I love you every minute together every minute just Ugh cringe (laughs) type of couples. Um of course they're cringe now, you know, in retrospect. But back then it was so cute. Um and I remember when I first heard or first realized that they were separated was of course when I saw he had a separate profile, I was like, Well what the hell is going on? Anyway, um we've been talking and He's been sort of letting me know, you know, different things have been, that have been happening with him in, in this divorce or post-divorce and what is happening when it comes to the care and custody of their child. And I have to say, ladies, barring the fact that, you know, everything he is saying is his truth and the reality is we don't know his side of the story. So we don't know if, you know, he's lying or not. And I'm not saying he is. But, you know, from his perspective and listening to what he is saying, I would really like us ladies to do a little better. Because this is really dragging flag. And sometimes I understand we bitter and we angry or whatever, but it does not help the child for us to be, behave in this particular type of way. Honestly, I believe that two separate homes with two happy parents will do a child so much better than this toxic malevolent environment I I can't take it I don't like it and I really think we need to do better as people as parents you know that kind of thing anyway before I go on I want to share with you the word of the day you all know how it goes and let me also just let you know that tonight's ambient music the drums you hear in the background are from the neighboring Baptist Church I really think the drums is a vibe And if you guys hear it over the other background music, you know, you're welcome. (laughs) So today's word of the day is leitmotif. L-E-I-T-M-O-T-I-F. Leitmotif, it's a noun. And it is a unifying or dominant motif, a recurrent theme. A leitmotif in science fiction is evolving relationship between humans and the machines. That's one you know paragraph or sentence but let me find another way to use the word um so you guys can use it in your vocabulary this week you know let's see how it goes so so the leitmotif of the inevitability of change and loss in the 10 items of grandfatherly wisdom i wanted to share with him is now something he is experiencing palpably Charles Johnson, Charles Johnson, on what we learn from Impermanence. Valency Fair, May 1st, 2020. I don't know if you'll understand any of this, but hey, slow it down, listen to it. The word is leitmotif, it is a noun, a unifying or dominant motif, a recurrent theme. Best of luck using it this week. So here's part one of this conversation with my friend about, yeah, his challenges with dealing with, um, I guess, a toxic mother or toxic woman, toxic wife, ex-wife? I don't know. You be the judge, but this is just part one, the others will continue at a later time. I guess I can say enjoy or not. Here we go. About your experience.
1: Right. So um you hear me clearly here? Yeah? Yes, I am. Alright, perfect. Um Yeah, so basically it all started after the the divorce. Mm-hmm. It was unbeknownst to me that the person I was dealing with was was a high-level um narcissist. Um right. it took it took me like a couple of months after the divorce to actually understand come to terms and and after doing some research understand that she was a high level narcissist because narcissists and covert narcissists which are some of the most dangerous narcissists there are Mm -hmm. they fly under the radar they they hide and mask their true self, like only their inner circle will see their real self, right? So, me being on the inner circle with her married, I was seeing the the real her, mm-hmm. and then on the outside, you will portray uh, a person of supreme confidence, a person of supreme perfection, a mm-hmm. person of um. You know, uh, one relatable to everybody, one that wanted to befriend everybody, that one that wanted to help everybody. Mm-hmm. But what they wanted to do, what she wanted to do, was get her narcissistic supply from me, uh, the victim. That's what they call, you know, um, somebody who and gets their supply off of. So um, okay. after they did the divorce, she immediately went. Cold turkey. And I say cold turkey to, to state that she cut all communication. Got it. So, okay. So so there was no uh phone calls, there was no m- messaging, nothing of the sort. And she communicated she, well she immediately got attorneys. Immediately. Okay. So this is
0: this is like at the divorce period when the this, is, the, is, this is okay. The,
1: separ- the separation period happened before the divorce. Right, which was like one stage immediately after the other Mm -hmm. she she was in the house and then she left the house which was going to take the separation and then she lawyered up immediately and then um, the hearings started the divorce proceeding and the custody proceeding Mm -hmm. and at this time I was telling her representation that um, I didn't want attorneys because I didn't want something that would have been contentious i wanted an amicable split because even Mm -hmm. while we were um married and -hmm. you know having our issues i would tell her that you know um please let's just go our separate ways because we're not happy together you've seen it Mm -hmm. so so we have to um divvy up the property and our assets let's do that half half and you take your half and you can move on with your life and i will do Saying but obviously think not thinking that she's going to be contentious as it pertains to our daughter but she didn't want to do that while we would go into the the home live in separation stage mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so then she actually left the marital home and moved back by her parents
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then um as i said lawyered up immediately and i had a sit down with her attorney to tell her to hey, listen I don't need representation because I don't see this being a contentious issue right. um, I'm willing to pay the child support Which I was supporting the entire family When they were living here any which way So that mm-hmm. is not an issue, you know um, I would just like for the assets to be split evenly And to have My priority was the time with our daughter mm-hmm. And um, the attorney listened to what i had to say and um gave me a nice speech and i left actually her chambers feeling very comfortable in um in thinking that things will move forward very swiftly very amicably mm. and without any confrontation or, or any um discord so, lo and behold, her attorney was basically fact-finding. Of course. As was Anna, her job. As was her job. And finding holes or trying to find holes um, in the system to frustrate me leading up to when we had our hearing. They held back um, my daughter, our daughter, and, you know, started to make communication which was already difficult, non-existent between me and our daughter, and mm. um, apparently I got to find out that her attorney is an ex-police who went into the um, into, law, the, into, into the law fraternity based on what she deemed to be injustices to herself as a female. True. As marital as well. yes. um, experience mm-hmm.
0: so um, I'm not sure wonderful. what that I mean I understand where you're coming from there but I, mm. I'm not sure that that means anything
1: um, really
0: because everybody goes into law for different reasons um,
1: no what, what I'm trying to give you this context is because she knows the inner workings of the police okay got it she knows, she knows the run-ins of the police she knows the inner workings of the police and she knows how to navigate around the police with having my ex-wife use those channels to frustrate me. Right. Okay. Understood. Right? So what she would do is tell her, like, we had an agreement at a pickup point and a drop-off point, mm-hmm. which was, like, a minute or two from our household. Um, uh, uh, a popular... Um, Grocery, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. With car park and so on and so forth. And it was a public space. And for the first, like, three or four exchanges, Mm -hmm. or or probably more, right? that that was the place. And in the middle of it, they just switched it up and said that I have to do the exchange in front of her home. You know? And... I didn't want any any issues with her folks. I didn't want any issues with her um, her, her space or whatever. And not only that, the space where she lives. Mm-hmm. It's a very well-trafficked area. And it's a very thin, thin road. So parking there directly in front of her space, her house, you know, could cause little traffic issues. Which is why I felt so comfortable with the exchange in the grocery um, in the, in the car park. Right, you know, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, they changed that on me um, a day, mm-hmm. and when I was there to make the exchange, she refused to come, and in refusing to come, she went and made a police report. A police report? Yeah, to state that he didn't bring the child. To say that he didn't bring the child to her, her, her residence, and had you a police didn't. officer. A, I, I could not. And she wow. had, um, a police officer contact me to tell me that, um, why are you keeping the child? And I said, officer, I am where we usually have our exchange, you know, um, mm-hmm. I'm not keeping the child. I'm just here ready to make the exchange. And they, they themselves made changes to, um, the exchange and I, I didn't agree to it. I, I, am here where I'm comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. um. Mm-hmm. So, she made her report and she got her, her receipt and proceeded to go, back, to go back home. So, all of this would have been on instruction from her representation. Of course. Um, to, as I said, knowing the, the full extent of the law and how to maneuver the law to try and frustrate me. So, that was one of the tactics used. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, they didn't have a case on me. They didn't have anything on me. So, going to court, they literally had nothing to say about me. So, she had okay. to build a case up. And these were her tools and measures to, to um, actually get stuff on me, if you want to mm-hmm. say that, you know. Um, so, so, after that situation, there was another situation where it was around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And I went again for the exchange and whatever right. and she just refused to bring the child for the time and it was my you know we didn't have courts or anything to that effect as yet right. and she just, she just with, withheld the child so it forced me now to go on and, and seek some form Lower of up. some form of right so basically they frustrated me into getting representation got it you know mm-hmm. and it, I literally I have I have an email of me um writing to her to stating that you know um your client made certain uh, agreements when we me and the the, rep, the lawyer sat down and we had mm-hmm. our discord and we had our conversation or whatever and mm-hmm. I said yeah, yeah your, your client is not you know um ponying up to what we agreed upon. Mind right. you, I have been doing everything that we said we would do. Was um, this was this like a mediation situation? Did you guys go to mediation first? To no, all it, the had, it had it or... had no mediation. Remember this is the stage. We right. haven't gone to court as yet. <clears throat> no, but you can go
0: to mediation at the family court with or without uh, this wasn't family agreement. court you know this wasn't
1: family court okay this was this was um this was me Her and her attorney. This was was her getting an attorney. And apparently, what I didn't understand in the court system, whoever Mm -hmm. files first, in the court's eyes, has an upper hand. Yes. And I was not aware of that. So me not having representation, me not pushing to get uh, 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 an attorney to, to file on my behalf... Mm-hmm. Uh, for the divorce prior to her mm-hmm. you know had had me weaker in the in the in the eyes of the the, the courts then so yeah it definitely you it know? it put you as non-cooperative so
0: like it's like you it's the, essentially it's like you trying to frustrate the process
1: and literally I wasn't it, I was see. trying to facilitate the process you right. know and um so they, they did all the filing and whatever whatever and then I went and I got my attorney and once I got my representation, um, I didn't realize that equality of representation also matters. So
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: you're saying that that is so true. It's so, right? so true. Because when I when I had my, my situation, I would lie, I was very um, disappointed. Right. <sighs>
1: with my representation but i mean we're, it is we're naive it is. you see we 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 yeah. we going into this thing for the first time we don't know mm-hmm. the extent of the law we don't understand and you're not trying
0: we... you're not trying to hit the jugular either because it's no. not about that you just want to no. get you just want to do what's fair right so correct you're trying to just make sure to totally line but correct. essentially what you should have done was hire the best one out here from jump yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was I told to do you know that,
1: but the expense it would have put me in, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. think along those lines. But had I mm-hmm. done that mm-hmm. from the jump, I would have probably have saved money. <laughs> True. You know? True. So mm-hmm. hindsight is 2020. Um so I, I didn't get proper representation and what I didn't understand is uh, well when she withheld um, our daughter from us the first time and I, w- I went t- to make a police report to say, well, you know, is our uh, understanding that we have. They asked me if I had a court order, I said no. Uh, they said, well, you need to, the best thing you need to do is to go and file for access. This is what yes. you was so telling me, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know that filing for access would have entailed, um, the, the, the wiser thing to do would have been to go to family court from jump. Yes. So, yeah. my inexperience, good. my inexperience attorney filed for access in magistrate court. Wait, your your attorney didn't, didn't go to family court? No, not from jump. No. What? No. So, we went to magistrate court first, which is a Rima mm-hmm. Magistrate Court. hmm Which was one, waste of time and two a waste of money i know because we sat there right and you know we couldn't agree upon a place where we could do the exchange because i was saying that you know we would put a preferred the spot that we were at before Mm
0: -hmm. and then
1: her attorney came out and said that you know um oh Child statistic and these things of of, 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 of kid, kidnapping and terrorism, and She portrayed this whole nancy story, you know. Mm-hmm. And literally, my attorney got chewed up, chewed up in the magistrate court, out, and spat out. <laughs> and we we literally wasted time. And the the judge said, well, when will you have your act together? With regards to the spot that no, you all want okay. to be exchanged, and this child come back to us, and wow. I literally didn't understand that because as I went downstairs, my attorney mm. said, um "Where's my payment for today?" Excuse me. I am very serious. So I, I want to ask you who this is. <laughs> <laughs> I will, you I will tell it? you. I will tell you off because okay, you're you're not aware, and obviously people will say, "Well, my my cousin is an attorney." Uh huh right and she could do this for you and yada 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 oh god grief so no that um,
0: naivete of not doing proper research i mean i got my attorney through um a friend at the time who mm. used her
1: for mm.
0: her situation mm. um but mine was kind of i mean she did give good advice in that which i had already known um, right. to go directly to family court and apply through high court one time right. because if you have to do anything you know essentially you're sorted once right. you get what you have to get through family court um, right. but previous to that I would have uh, I would have you know asked him well, let's do mediation at which he didn't come to any so uh, I kind of in my mind had already known what to do it's just that when the hearing came mm-hmm. I found she was super kind of lax like you know
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's talking in the room and I'm like, Sis, get it mm-hmm. together. Get t- <laughs> we kind of get this thing sorted out because by this time, I mean, my thing took me about 18 months. Right. You know what I mean? So right. I could, uh, if I were you, Baratunia <laughs> and I would have uh, fall out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. So needless to say, I, I cut her services after about two payments. Good. So we moved on to the... The next attorney, which was another referral, friend of a friend, mailed this time. Mm-hmm. Um, He took his, well, the first attorney, she didn't, Um, she didn't take any, she didn't have a proper premium structure. It's three as, as you go. Right. So no retainer, but he right. took one. This one took a retainer up front. So I had to go and withdraw, because I didn't have cash at the time. I had to go and withdraw um, his retainer money f- using my credit card. <laughs> wow. out of the atm wow. so that is immediate interest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i paid him to get the ball rolling and um he started to put things in place and he said flat out well, um we take you know, the to magistrate we go into family court and we get when i get this thing sorted okay. i said sure no problem lo and behold while we put in together our stuff for the petition they, mm-hmm. they dropped their petition on us before we could have. Of course, of course. Right? Because with all the delays with Arima Magistrate court and all that stuff, she was already plotting. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. She, she already knew what she was about. She,
1: they I already know. knew what they were about, right? I mean, and, I
0: can blame her. Huh? I would do the same. Honestly, right. I'm not going to wait for you to do what you have to do. I'm just going right. to do what I have to do
1: or what so, I want to do. So with that now, they, they put their stuff down and proceeded to use methods to frustrate again Got it. one of the methods um was clothing so she would send our daughter with soiled clothing right right stains or whatever and, well via email because at this point in time she cut all communication which was i i believe a, a directive from her representation to cut mm-hmm. all communication via phone, via text, mm-hmm. and only have communication via email. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I would email and say, you know, the clothes are soiled. Yes, they're clean, but they're stained, you know. Right. I, I never had her in any stained clothing per se. I, I didn't understand what this was about.
0: Why would send with old clothes?
1: Pardon? why you wouldn't understand why she would send her with old clothes why like, she would send her with clothes with that you know not not up to not up to par? and i would take mm-hmm. the pictures of and i would send it to her and say well you know what's up with this and mm-hmm. then um one one christmas into old years um i i had her for the weekend the sunday was old years new year's day and I put her in a real nice dress real nice outfit shoes clothes everything I, and I dropped her off thinking that mm-hmm. if they were going to have a function or a party she would have already been sorted dressed. out you mm-hmm. know well dressed mm-hmm. and taken care of so my next um visit to her was a couple of days later mm-hmm. and in doing so I said well you know um, I'd like to have the dress the shoes and the um, stuff back um so which she never responded. Via the but email? why
0: though? Why why did you want it back?
1: Why did I want her clothing back? Yeah. Because the clothing that I purchased mm-hmm. here is to offset the clothing that she never sent here. Got it. So nothing ever comes back to you. What she, she would send, me. what she would send mm-hmm. is a generic bag of the same generic items. mm mm-hmm. And whatever she came in Mm -hmm. would be washed and dried and sent back. And whatever she wore here would have been Mm -hmm. stuff that I she goes to her mother with, so you don't. No, no, no. Whatever she wore here by me, it would have been stuff um, that I purchased here for her to wear here by me. Got it. Okay. Because the substandard stuff that she would send, I -hmm. wouldn't have her moving about in. Got it. She would have. Be- better better quality stuff to go to her, uh, her preschool than what she would send here. Got it. And I okay. would notice because I went to her preschool almost, how often boy um Like once or twice a week or something like that and have story time with her and read stories and stuff with her. And I would see her in the outfits that she would be sent to school with, you know, we right. what she the same, i will call it the uniform. The same uniform that she would send here. Okay. You know? So the dress, as I said, I bought and, and sent up the road. I spend money on the dress, and it's her right. shoes and you know, mm-hmm. real fancy stuff. So I asked her back for the stuff. Because as I said, whatever she sent here, she doesn't even have to ask back for it. It will be immediately washed, put back in the bag. And
0: whatever she back. used,
1: and sent back, right? Mm-hmm. And there would be other items, pajamas and other stuff in the bag that I would even self-touch because she would already have her pajamas and stuff that I purchased and put down here for her.
0: Right.
1: So um, I asked back for the dress and her shoes, you know. Um, to which she didn't respond. And then I sent a text message prior to picking her up to say that I'm coming to collect the items. Even Mm -hmm. if it's not washed. Give me back the items. Mm -hmm. You know. Because courtesy. for, For weeks. You're sending stuff here. I would wash your stuff. And I would send it back. Right. Courtesy. If I come now. And I say. Well you know. I come for her stuff. Just wash your stuff. And have it there ready for me. And if you don't want to wash it. That's fine. I'll take it. And I'll take care of it myself. Right. So Which she didn't do. So I picked her up. We went on our journey. And went back to drop her back. And... As I'm standing up outside and asking for the items, mm-hmm. she proceeds now to go into the house. So I'm thinking that she's going inside the house for the items. She gets a a lawn chair, pulls out the lawn chair with her her cell phone or her handheld phone to call her attorney first and then to call the police second. As I'm standing up, as I'm standing up outside her residence. I am hearing her telling the police officer that he has returned our child and she's there in the yard waiting. What? So I'm standing up outside there and our daughter's in our hand saying, you know, um, what's really going on? Just hand daddy the clothes. You know, she's adamantly refusing and refu- and, and expecting me to hand over our daughter. And just be standing up outside with egg on my face. So which my daughter said, here, what's it? Put me down. And I'll go inside and I'll get the clothes. Um, I put her down. They open the gate because there's a sliding gate, the electronic mm-hmm. gate. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes inside. You just hear the, the sliding gate slide back and all the doors and snap up. As I'm pulling as I'm pulling off from in front of her place, police calls me. Police, no, I thought so right and tells me that you are in breach of your to which i go and meet with the officer because mm-hmm. her, her house is a minute or two from the station
0: on the, the same main
1: road mm-hmm. so i went and i spoke to the officer and i explained to him the situation and he couldn't understand so he picked up your phone and he called and he said, Mom, you know, the gentleman was right outside. Why does you call to stay that he didn't return the child? All he did was ask for the clothes. So where are the clothes? She said, mm-hmm. well, he will get it back um, next week. So I asked him to ask her, so why she keep the, the shoes and the earrings? Those things not dirty. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And why she just didn't communicate that there? But um, why, not
0: just, why not just say, okay, I'm a minute away?
1: I'll drop it at the station. Oh, uh, let me give it to him now. I mean, I, 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 no, 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 no. She said, she said, she would have it ready for when I come in the next two weeks. <sighs> so the officer promptly told me, "Sir, this young lady here is trying to put you up. Please Go do ahead. not do anything out of the order. You know, just wait. Next two weeks, you will get your stuff, and we'll call out a day." Right. So these are some of the the stuff in the earlies that they, they would have done.
0: So listening to this, I have to admit there are times I felt a little defensive. And I'll also admit that I really agreed with the way the woman handled getting a lawyer immediately just because I feel like you always have to be prepared especially if you know the person that you are with that said I still rather feel for this guy because oh god all of this not even necessary if you have another party who is willing to cooperate who is willing to just do the right thing And it's really sad to see how couples who were so in love, you know, devolve into this type of behavior. But we are all human after all. So for everybody who listened, I think what we should do this week is investigate why things make us feel the way they feel. So if you've listened to this and you got a little defensive, think about why you felt defensive. If you felt sorrow, remorse, think about why this made you feel that way. And investigate, you know, what makes you tick as a human, as a person, as a parent. Figure out how this affected you. That said... It's been a long week. Well, last week anyway. And this new week, this new week is going to be a good one. So, TNT. Get uno act together. Please, do the needful. Do the right thing. So that we can have some friggin' peace. So that we can do some things. So that I can have a little private zest with a couple of friends. Hang out, enjoy each other's company. Oh gosh. And to my people outside of Trinidad and Tobago, my loves in New York, Baltimore, VA, Florida, um, try to do the same. Because when these borders open, I want to come see y'all. And if y'all jackass anything there too, we're going to have a problem. Okay? And while y'all doing that, <laughs> take care of <dear> the president. <laughs> Have a good week, guys. Bye.